Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Fucking happy hour. It's fortune fucking themester. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm actually a little intimidated. You're so fucking funny. As it's my good looks too. Right. The supermodel good looks. Mm-hmm. That intimidates it. all the men and women I don't hate, in the room. I don't hate you because you're pretty. I really don't. <laughs> I, okay. People know you from, right? Chelsea lately. I, listen, can we just say because we marinate in this fucking Trump shit show. Right. Your impression of Sarah Huckabee. <laughs> Saddlebags. It's the stuff of my life. Oh, because thank you. You are so goddamn funny because we. it's hard to really... The only thing we've said lately is her tell is she, when she's going to lie, she always goes, look. <laughs> now look. Look. I told you that's what it is. It's what it is. She just, you know, is one constant contradiction. So it was fun because it was, I started doing her like pretty soon after she got the job. Right. And uh, so people were kind of just starting to catch on to her ways. And, you know, I just came out and all I had to do was just act very aggressive <laughs> and put on a wig. And she pretty much sounds like me already. Because, okay, we have so much in common. This this may be the first seven hour happy hour because... <laughs> You're from North Carolina. I My am. whole family lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so where I, I'm, I'm not in, from there, but I'm from Belmont, but it's right by Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My they sister, all live. They, My sister lives in Salisbury. My mom lives in Charlotte. My ninety-five yeah. year old Trump voting Republican mom. Uh, <laughs> it happens down there. Yeah, and my you brother know. lives uh, right outside Charlotte. It, okay. It, yeah. Yeah. But okay, so can we just talk about <laughs> for a second? <laughs> so it's just I love the thing because she she always either just shot a fucking kid out. Right, She's like y'all, you can't ask me a thing because I just, I just put down some newspaper and I had another couple of kids backstage. But, but you were, you did a bit on Chelsea that was so hilarious. Her news Netflix one uh-huh. where you were like, I got another letter from a kid. Oh, those, you know those letters, those letters are all fucking bullshit. Yeah, right? a yeah. love letter to Donald Trump from some fucking kid. He's making all of them cry. There's not. <laughs> Because the kid's name was Pickles or something, wasn't it? So we said, this is from Cucumber. I just want to say you're the greatest president in the whole world. You know, I also like, what's fun about playing these characters with Chelsea is that, you know, she's become very political. Right. So I like for these characters to 
talk smack back to Chelsea. Right. <laughs> and she's a good sport about it. So, you know, even though people get really mad at me uh, on, on one side for, make, you know, uh, poking at Sarah Huckabee, but I'm also, like, calling Chelsea names. A whore, right. In the process. Yeah. No, I love it, because Chelsea <laughs> says, you know, I see your dressing more, like, you know, like, tardy, and you're yeah. like, what, you, what does that mean? Tard? And she's like, no, you know, like a whore, and you're like, well, uh, it takes one to know one. Yeah. I'm like, well, then I learned from the best. What are you over there doing? And, uh... <laughs> but I love the whole letter. We got I got a letter from a kid named Pickles or Cucumber or something. <laughs> And he says, you know, I've only had two presents in my lifetime. <laughs> and, you know, I like you the best because you're the white one. <laughs> wait, wait, does that all your writing? Because your stand-up is brilliant. All they, your, I mean, you, you just sold a project that's fucking Steven Spielberg. But what? So they write, they would okay. write all those. They would kind of come in. They, would, they wouldn't even tell me what I was doing. I just knew I was playing Sarah. And I would come in and they would have, like, questions written with, like, some an- answers. So half was, like their stuff and half i just made up it, right. it depended on what it was the only thing i didn't write that and i i got a lot of crap for was the last one which was when i did a makeup tutorial <laughs> that was fantastic i did not no, write that one <laughs> chelsea handler's retweet of sarah sanders par- parody sparks outrage. and people did not like that because they thought you know that we were was, making fun of her looks that, and was, that we crossed the line oh we get that all the time yeah yeah but she deserves some, it well but you know, our only thing is that when she's gonna lie, she does have that one spinny eye. That one. Oh yeah, everyone wanted right? me to do that eye, but I couldn't because you literally have to get one eye to go to the left right? and the I... other to the right, and they, you know, right. and, and your eyebrow has to go up. I had that in Catholic school I back not, in Buffalo. I Mrs. don't have Mrs. It. Thornton had that. She was like, I a... haven't even had Botox, but I still can't do it. <laughs> it's a special trait, but. Okay, you Don't have to go Google the Fortune Feimster Sarah Huckabee Sanders makeup tutorial because it is fucking hilarious. So anyway, but because this is why every little right wing lost their shit because you, it's a fake step by step makeup tutorial because you could tell. Well, her makeup kept changing. Yeah, yes, getting more. It, you know, when she first eye. started, she had no makeup on. And then she had a little bit of makeup on. And then I was like, whoa, that's a lot of smoky eye. So they wrote a thing where, you know, I do a makeup tutorial and I, I give steps about my makeup. And in the end, my face is just like crazy. And I paint on uh, a smoky eye with a paintbrush. Um, so, yeah, people got really mad at me about that fa- one. And my- I did not write that one. No. Some, I- my fa- some of my favorite lines. Right now, my skin's dry, just like Puerto Rico right before that one rainy day they had. <laughs> my face is a big, fat biscuit. And you know like, what's so funny, like though? gravy. People were like saying I was being mean to her. Honestly, when I when I was playing that character, I kind of forgot I was playing her, and just like was sort of playing me as you know. So I, when I was like, my face is a big fat biscuit. I was thinking I was like speaking like I was me. You know what I mean? You're living your truth. I was so I wasn't even <laughs> you thinking com- that it was you, about someone. You compared your uh, foundation to America. It's Republican. It's strong and it's white. Yeah, those are all their jokes. <laughs> you Listen, said I, I used to you pissed off trans people because you said I used to not know what foundation was, but our great president was kind enough to take me to Sephora and he said to employee, hey, you see that fellow over there? Make him a woman. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm glad I had my Sarah Huckabee days. It was fun, but I'm also kind of relieved it's over because Chelsea's show's over because I, my stand-up is very like, 
nice and positive. Right. And this is a little more snarky. And <laughs> I don't know that I'm like made for like pissing off a bunch of people. I'm just like, you're from the South. I like to be more positive. So, you know, even though it was fun, I'm glad I did it. I'm also relieved. It's okay. My favorite time is when Ann Coulter didn't show up. So you played Ann Coulter. Um, yeah, that one was very last minute. Chelsea texted me and was like, can you be at the studio in two hours? And she, I in was a blonde like, wig. I was like, sure. I didn't even ask her what for, cause I've worked with Chelsea for so long. I was like, knew it would be something ridiculous. So, uh, I showed up and she was like, Ann Coulter canceled. I'm putting you in a blonde wig and you're just going to read excerpts from her book. I was like, um, Okay. <laughs> I don't look anything like her, but sure. She introduced you as Ann Coulter's body double. Yeah. <laughs> and I was legit just reading you verbatim were just from her right. book, and it was insane. <laughs> I mean, the stuff that... And then that, you played Ivanka as well, which was also delightful. Yeah, I uh, yeah. that one they tried to make me look like her, which, you know, <laughs> fail. Um <laughs> But it was that one was more just me in a dress with a blonde wig on. Did we we were just talking about that this weekend. <laughs> Trump is fucking imploding the goddamn world, like blowing up the world between North Korea and Syria, and the, and she's like Buenos Dias, you guys. I'm in Peru. <laughs> yeah, she's just trying to live her. She's trying to live her life. Yeah, her best but, life. But like, it's kind of impossible right now because her dad's president, <laughs> and he. I feel like he really messed things up for that family. They were doing good. They're grifting the they were fuck make, out of us, man. They were making money and right? selling their whatever they sell. Yeah, and yeah. and now I feel like they're going to be under scrutiny for everything. <laughs> and I'm like, why did he I got do Dad, you've ruined everything. Like, they were good. They were making money. I had, like, Chinese kids that were, like, seven making all my shoes for, like, a penny. But you now know, you fucked it up. Well, there's got to be some shady stuff that they were doing that's, like, everyone's, yeah. like, now... Trying to get to the bottom of it. Whereas before, it's like, who who would have been like... No one cares. Let's look into Trump's stuff, you know? So I think he really messed it up for the his Now, family. I know you've done trunk, uh, drunk history. This is kind of yeah. like drunk Trump history right now. Yeah. This is what this is. Yeah, I'm not... What are you drinking? I'm not drunk yet. I'm you, drinking a pomegranate margarita. So is Travis. How fucking homo gay Travis is that? Made it. Oh, my God. Um, what? Okay, I said, make just... me the gayest drink you can possibly think of yeah can you explain well, i offered you a honey badger no can you can you explain the <laughs> options that you offered fortune peeps you're like hi well i was a little excited because somebody finally asked for a margarita yeah which is my favorite because lesbians so, like, are usually like we what? try to be beer. supportive of people that are sober we're like oh, are there great. a bunch of lesbians that, that come on here being like i have a beer or a, a whiskey neat no, Ben Glebe wanted uh, old fashioned. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Steve Marmel. I like a good bourbon guy. I like yeah. a good old fashioned. Yeah. I could. Done I, got that too. Uh, I got. I got little. I got little someone sauced on champagne. She fell out of her chair. It's a Thursday afternoon, guys. It's time for something refreshing. Wahoo! I was ready to make pomegranate margarita, regular margarita, smoky margarita. Yeah, I got a lot of spicy. Op- a lot of options offered to me. I know it's yeah. more than you wanted, right? Yeah. No, it was. Like, like, I just I was, want a margarita. I was like a kid in a candy store, like, ooh, which one do I choose? How's that? How's that working out? It's great. Okay, fantastic. It's now, delicious. where the fuck do we start? I don't you know. Are, uh, currently, a uh, series regular on Champions, uh, Mindy Kaling project. Before that, obviously, yeah. the Champions with Mindy Kaling. You play a, uh, a, a fitness expert, <laughs> obviously. Well, I'm a I'm a trainer. I'm a a, a personal trainer. 
But, uh, you know, the kind that just, like, yells at everyone to yeah. exercise. It's and mostly I, yelling. Yeah, I'm not I, My really smoking a, hot ex is my trainer. Sean's been here for it. She just mostly yeah. yells at me, and I yell back at her. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I clearly don't have a background in physical fitness. <laughs> but it's, uh, they, yeah, I was doing the Mindy Project, and it was about to come to an end, and they had sold this pilot already, and the NBC yeah. told them they wanted, you know, a little bit more um going on at the gym and so they thought it, the idea of me being a trainer would be funny <laughs> and uh so yeah i i uh i was like why not i wasn't ready for the mindy project to end so right uh i i felt like kind of an extension of that in a way yeah. the characters are sort of similar <laughs> they're, wait they're all a version of me we have a weird amount of things in common uh let me just say uh okay so uh, from north carolina where <laughs> My family all lives now. Yeah. Again, I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and but my oh, mom yeah. and my brother and then my sister actually independently all moved uh-huh. to Charlotte area. At the same time, or they all did it at different uh, times? A little different. My sister and her husband bought a place near there, but my mom and my brother moved a long time ago okay. to Charlotte from Buffalo. But uh, so Because it's cold in Buffalo. But wait. <laughs> and you they, also they you worked, wings. You were a natural athlete on the basketball and softball team uh, lettered in both sports and you worked in the recreation department of your city me too me too me that's too. right me too dikey 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 very dikey right junior dikey yeah i'm weirdly athletic i know i don't look like it but uh i even played uh college tennis and soccer listen my uh hook shot is still the uh it's this the, it's the fear of the <laughs> catholic league in upstate new york fortune. uh yeah. wait so uh so wait you all right? Tell me your family and your siblings and all that. Mm-hmm. And what's the town again? In North uh, Belmont. 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 Small okay. town. What's the population yeah. there? Uh, when I was growing up, it was five thousand. Okay. And it's now ten thousand. Holler! Wow. Belmont. Hello, Belmont. It's in the, the house. It's a cool town, though. When I was growing up, there was nothing going on. It was very much dead as a doornail. Yeah. But like, they. They, they didn't even sell alcohol in the city uh, or in the town. But then when I was in college, it passed. And I, it honestly saved our town. Like, nice restaurants started to come in. Like, cute little places started yeah. to come in. And now our town's like, everyone from Charlotte's wanting to move there. It's like got all the downtown so cute. It's like a great little town now. Wow. Like, I I actually bought a place back home. So I go visit I, I several times a year. So wait, you're 37. Mm-hmm. Still. Still. Yeah. You never know when these things come out, Travis. I'll but be wait, 38. And you just got engaged. Yes. To a smoking hot kindergarten teacher. I know. I What's that about? Isn't that perfect for comedians? Oh, my God. It's great. That's what I need. I tell poo jokes all morning. <laughs> yeah, she feels like she's dealing with a kindergartner at home. She, like, sometimes I get reprimanded <laughs> like a kindergarten. Hot. Kindergartner. Right. Yeah, she's great. I met her in Chicago. I had to import her. Uh, from Chicago, yeah. yeah, and uh, we had mutual friends. We met at Chicago Pride and started chatting. And you know, as lesbians do, we've pretty much been together ever since. It were since it'll be almost, you almost three years ago. What's that? Since the moment you said hi, yeah, we've had like the U haul on speed dial. Yeah, yeah, it was just like immediately comfortable. She's never felt like a stranger. Yeah, very weird. It's fantastic. But and you know, before that, I dated quite a few stinkers and. Did, you know, it was kind of like done. I was like, Ugh, I don't really know. My, my life has been pristine. Shut <laughs> up. Travis. What? I didn't say anything. No, my life has been uh, pristine. Now, um, <laughs> but you're only 37. You're still a baby. How old yeah. is she? Same age. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's hot. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I don't, she, I mean. She's a real, real pretty girl. Don't, couldn't you make a fortune setting up a dating service for comedians and kindergarten teachers? <laughs> don't you think straight gay anything? find more kindergarten teachers. That can't be easy. Hotkindergartenteachers.com. Hot com. Lesbiankindergartenteachers.com. Like, Can it be any teacher? Does it have to be yes. a kindergarten teacher? No. <laughs> No, it's great because uh, she, you know, gets summers off and yeah, she travels Party. with me a lot. Party. Uh, this year she was subbing and got to travel with me a lot more. That that was nice. So if you mistreat her, that's just like her being a substitute teacher. <laughs> yeah. <You're just> like, <laughs> did you just shoot a spitball at me? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> She's um, awesome, though. I, well, it sounds like it. And it sounds like, no, wait. So I'm looking back at your whole history in North Carolina. You didn't know enough about the world to realize you were gay. <laughs> Yeah. So it was easy to be isolated in Belmont, not knowing what was going on in the world around me. Uh-huh. So you didn't come out until uh, 25 years old yeah. in 2005. It was like 25 or 26. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was later because uh, being from a small town, there honestly were no... They didn't have that. Uh, no one was out, you know. Yeah. And, and if they were gay or you su- suspected them to be gay, they you were usually married to someone of the opposite sex. You're like, what? Right. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Mrs. Blungerner, and it was gym be- teacher doesn't really seem it was before, like she's in the Mr. Blungerboom. Uh, it was before gay stuff was out there, you know, on TV and yeah, in the and the internet was just kind of coming around. So yeah. the access to so you couldn't Google the gay. Yeah, you couldn't Google the You're gay. Like, what does the a gay mean? And uh, and uh, you know, not seeing yourself represented, you just kind of don't you know have an example to follow, right? So I just kind of I knew something was. A miss, you know. I knew that something like I that my feelings towards friends were a little more intense than they should be, uh, but you couldn't really put your finger on it. It wasn't right. Well, you could, but you, you didn't then. I didn't, you didn't put know my finger to, on what? anything. You didn't know where it was. Because uh, yeah, right. I get that though. I was I grew up in a small town. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I didn't see gay people around. Right. It was mm-hmm. No, I didn't either. Yeah, not right. Yeah. Well, so. I'm older than y'alls, so y'alls. yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't have that. Yeah. What, uh, so wait, you were, uh, can I have some nostalgia music born in uh, 1980? Oh, isn't yeah. that precious? She missed the 60s and 70s, missed y'all. Them. That's so Did precious. Did she miss them? To Mike and Ginger <laughs> uh, in uh, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how many siblings? Two older brothers. Yeah. All right, we can stop that. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> now wait. So, uh, you left... Uh, in 1998, to, uh, to study communications at uh, Peace Peace College. University Raleigh School, yeah, it for was, women only. It was a women's and you college. thought, like, I'm going to a women's college. It'll be like jackpot. Let's les it out. No, I totally missed out on my opportunity. It was a gold mine of women, but I still didn't know I was gay. It was a oh. total missed opportunity. No, honestly, I went there because right. they gave me a big academic scholarship, and it was kind of the only way right. I could afford college. And I had friends that had gone there who loved it. I was, like, kind of hesitating because I wanted to go to a bigger school. I wanted to go to, like, Chapel Hill. Yeah. But I had to go where yeah. I could afford it. Well, we have that in common, too. You were smarty pants. You gave uh, summa cum laude. You gave mm-hmm. the uh, commencement speech. I was, uh, uh, yeah, uh, second in my class in high school. There Salutatorian gave the speech. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was mostly for uh, stage time, wasn't it? That we, yeah. <laughs> we didn't really want to study that much. I was just like, yeah, I need, I'm going to need the microphone. That's when I learned I need... love speaking in public was uh, graduations, the graduation speech. Right. I like made people laugh and I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. Oh, this is good. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I went there and uh, 
honestly though it was not it would not have been a great place to be out yeah it, it was did you, now, barely did you, conservative did you see a, a penis in high school college no oh yeah i saw one yeah well, how was how was that for you not great no i t- i talk about in my netflix special that it, i grabbed it like a hot clarinet yeah um yeah sure <laughs> Because I didn't know what to do with it, you know. We were in high school, and it was just hanging there, and it was like gross, and uh, yeah, you know, no, no. Th- it was you before guys, YouTube, you know. And yeah. Now, sure. nowadays, if you want to learn how to, handle you're like, a if penis, you blow it, did at least some good music come out? Yeah, you just go on YouTube. Right? Some yeah. girl named yeah. Jessica will, you know, show you in ten easy steps how right. to do it. Yeah. Now, um. You realized, no joke, you were gay watching a Lifetime movie? Which one? Which one was that? <laughs> the Truth About Jane. You oh. see that one? No, I did not. It's Stocker Channing. Uh, oh, plays the mom. Loved her. And yeah. there was a girl in high school who realized she, she, realized she was gay, and her, uh, her mom was like, boo. And then uh, by the end of the movie, the mom was like, yay. That, that was basically oh, the movie. Oh, I got it. Yeah. And, uh. For some reason, watching that movie made me for the first time be like, oh, my God, I'm gay. I don't know why. It just, yeah. like, hit yeah. me. I was like, I'm gay. Yeah, I either wanted to be Stalker Channing in Greece or I wanted to do her. I can yeah. remember. It was confusing. I'm it was a confusing sure. time. Um, okay. So, wait a minute. Your fiance is actually named Jacqueline Smith? Yeah. Like Come the Charlie's Get Angel. the fuck out. That's <laughs> because awesome. Yeah, people get really... We all wanted to be or do Jacqueline Smith. People, uh, people always get excited, like... They get excited when they see your name on something, thinking that you know the Jacqueline Smith. Wait, is do you have to be up. Kate Jackson, or do you, what do you? What's that? Yeah, I'm Kate. Jackson. You're too. You're too. I want to be Farrah Fawcett. Come yeah, on. right. We all had to play somebody, and yeah. I was like, I don't want to be Kate Jackson. I She's the have, ugly one. I want to have the feathered bangs. I liked Kate Jackson. Yeah, because you're a homo. They were all just pretty. Because no one crew. wanted to bang <laughs> Kate Jackson. Everyone wanted to bang Jacqueline Smith or Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. That's how you knew you were a fucking pole smoker, man. <laughs> Because she was the smart one. Yeah. That no one wants to for a brain. All right. Uh, no Listen, one wants to be with the smart one. What are you drinking again? Exactly. I'm drinking a pomegranate margarita. All right. We're going to take a moment and refresh our pomegranate margaritas. How do you refresh a Chardonnay? Who can say? You, you get that bottle out and you yeah. pour it. Yeah. And then we'll be right back. Well, I don't know if pomegranate margaritas run through you like Chardonnay, but wow, I got to go to my bathroom. And mostly because <laughs> I want to I miss my select wines, don't you? I always miss I miss them lines. when they're not there. I really do. Uh, Selectblinds.com is the simple, smart way to get blinds, period. You know why? I have white, wooden, furniture-quality blinds in my downstairs bathroom right here where we tape happy hour and in my uh, kitchenette where I get more Chardonnay. I believe Fortune has some privacy right now thanks to those Select Blinds. Yes, because uh, I'm just telling you, uh, I have the exact same ones upstairs. They were roughly a zillion dollars because that's before I knew about Selectblinds.com. These are the same products you see on all your favorite home improvement shows, but I'm telling you a fraction of the price. They are uh, uh, unbelievably high quality, easy to install blinds, shades, and shutters. Sean, you and I, I believe, were drunk when we did it. Yeah. We went to Selectblinds.com. It was so easy. They actually, the specialist asked us, are you drunk? We were like, yes. They're like, that's okay. That's how people That's how easy up. this is to choose, measure, even install your select blinds. They got and, this. And we were like, thank you very much. And we were simple remarks. Janine Pirro can put these up. Yes, Janine Pirro can put these up with help from Select Blinds. To get the best deals on blind shades and shutters, Janine, shop today at SelectBlinds.com. Remember, mention Stephanie Miller at checkout. Let SelectBlinds.com upgrade your home but today. SelectBlinds.com. Fortune. Yes. Uh, Stephanie. <laughs> no, I was actually.
actually shocked because I only knew you as being fucking goddamn hilariously funny. And uh, yeah. but uh, we have all these like intersections. Yeah, you know, uh, being gay, obviously, like that you're from North Carolina. I'm mm-hmm. not from there. I grew up in uh, Lackport, New York, which is up oh. in transit from uh, Cheektowaga, Lackawanna, Tanawanda, outside Buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah. But then my whole family moved just weirdly to Charlotte area. Yeah. Many years later. But so that's like, that's my home. That's where I go back to because to no Buff- one I'm related to. to yeah. Buffalo area? No, no, no. To Charlotte. Oh, to Charlotte. Because okay. that's where my mommy is. Yeah. My mom is a 95-year-old Trump voting Republican. 95? That's impressive. Fox watching. That's how I know her whole goddamn complex looks the same in Charlotte. Yeah. I, it's only the one where the Fox News is blaring. I'm like, eh, it's my yeah, mom. that's but that's mom. kind of the case oh, in mom. most of the South. It's all Fox News, right? Uh, playing in the but so how is that? Airports, I believe it's CNN. Oh, I know. I get they so pay, happy they, they in the airport. I'm like, huh? They're seeing about the indictments yeah. and shit. Look, you gotta pay hey, for that, look what's happening. I think CNN, CNN pays for it to be in the airport. Oh, good job. Good, good for them. <laughs> Got to advertise somehow. Mm-hmm. It must confuse the Fox watchers. They're like, they're like, what? Who's under indictment for what now? What? <laughs> There's so much going on. It's impossible to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Well, what? Okay, so what? You're obviously being gay mm-hmm. and being. I, uh, I mean, I. It's just like a weird fucking time to be alive, isn't it? Where <laughs> we've made all this progress mm-hmm. under Obama and whatever, and now we're just like we have what Mike Pompeo there. Like I, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's I, okay. I, 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 <laughs> Basically, what I said it's. Icky. I don't want to be. I uh, is gay sex a perversion? Well, I, yeah, I, I don't want. It's say. icky. I just don't. <laughs> Doesn't believe in gay marriage. He said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you've been an outspoken, you know, advocate, activist in many ways. I mean, even though you're not like politics isn't yeah. your thing, but you're right because being associated with Chelsea and doing Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Ann mm-hmm. Coulter or Ivanka. I mean, I, you know, there are certainly way more outspoken gay people than than I am. I mean, I think for me, the most important thing is just being who I am and being uh, visible. I think that's the most important thing I can do is just be a gay person on TV. Um, That makes a difference, you know, but like to for me personally, and everyone's very different. There are plenty of comedians who are very political and that's their jam and good for them. And and although I follow politics, when it comes to my show, my live stand up show, I don't talk about politics at all because I've really tried to make it a point in my career to be a comedian who is relatable to as many people as possible. And, you know, if you get up on stage and immediately you're like, fuck this person, fuck that person, you're isolating half of your audience. I think you actually claim in your act to be a a member of every member of the Honey Boo Boo family. (laughs) Yes. And that's a good move. I am part of that family. Mm -hmm. And I think I, you know... good for the people that talk about politics they're probably a lot smarter about it than i am but you know for me it's just i I just want to tell stories and make people kind of forget about that stuff for a minute oh i hear you man just have a good time yeah no i hear you seriously travis and sean and i will we fucking marinate in this shit and it's every day every day and i realize for i've said this many times i'm like i hate him and i've never hated anyone in my whole life and i realize it's not healthy and i real but i i feel like my mom, my 95-year-old Trump-voting Republican mom in Charlotte, called me the day after the election. She never calls me. She's yeah. afraid of electronics. She's like, uh, every message my entire life has been like, uh, 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 oh, Stephanie. 
and then there's just a dial tone like she uh-huh. doesn't really know what to but she called and she really I, and I was crying and uh-huh. she was really actually you know and I thought it meant a lot to me but I was like mom I'm gay I really you know I wanted you to see me get married before you die. Like, do you understand? And uh-huh. but watching Fox News, they don't understand. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, Steffi, he loves America. He's doing the best he can. He's doing a great job." <laughs> okay, all right, but uh, he is a fucking lunatic that has no idea what he's doing on any subject. He's a goddamn traitor. Like, we've never lived through this in our lifetime. Yeah, this is not normal. I know. I mean, I think for people like us, it's all we're all just like fearful. Of right. what's to come. Right. But we are in a, a technology and TV has made it such that you can, and people can for sure live in a bubble. Yeah. So yeah. if when the, some big story breaks and you see it all over Twitter, yeah. all over CNN, yeah. go to Fox News, you won't see that story. No, no, they have sex crazed pandas. We're not so, fucking kidding. So, you T- know. Tucker Carlson on the day of the Michael Cohen raid was covering sex crazed pandas. Yeah. So my mother, literally, your mom's not going to be in fear because no, she's not. We're watching the Karen. We're not watching the same things or hearing the same thing. We're watching the Karen McDougal interview. She's like, oh well, she's not saying she's saying nice things about him. This won't hurt him. I'm like my deeply Catholic mother that was married to my father till for four years till he died that never would have cheated on her. I'm like, how is this fucking okay now? Yeah, this is okay that he was the president was raw dogging a porn star. Well, it's because Fox News isn't outraged by it. Right. If they were. Then, really? Then the, maybe the people would be like, you're right. That is bad. But, uh, you know, they're not talking about it. No one's in a rage or What about evangelical about Christians it. where you're from? Listen, it's a, I get it. I've dealt with the hypocrisy my whole life. People, you know, saying that you're a sinner for one thing and then they're, you know, doing another mm-hmm. sin. Yeah. At home, you're like, how is that different? No, but, I mean, especially this fucking guy. Yeah. Really? You're fucking raw talking a porn star and a Playboy bunny while your wife is giving birth. Like, what? Oh, my God. It's your third wife. <laughs> I mean, it's always crazy like that. And gay people, are, and we're fucking gross. Well, you have Franklin Graham saying that, you know, he's chosen by God to lead our country and gay people are sinners. You know, it's like I've never raw dogged a porn star or. You know, I'm not sure lesbians can raw dog, can we? Uh, I don't Travis think it works. Elucidate. Quite that way? I don't think Listen, so. Listen, don't tell us Could we, we can't raw dog do each something? other at the happy hour afterwards. I'm sorry. Equal rights Even for thank everyone. You, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Women want to raw dog, has a fiance. Could I raw dog Fortune Feenster after this? <laughs> raw dog. Just out of gratitude. Raw dog no, is such a-, a crazy visual. That's also like such a straight term. It is. The gays raw don't dog. use that term. We don't raw dog. No. We pet dogs <laughs> exactly have you pet all right let's all right wait let's talk about uh okay you uh in wait a minute in fact in variety named you uh one of their top 10 comics to watch in 2014 now yeah. have they been like watching like stalking you in a creepy way since oh then? yeah calling every week they're just like hi variety Fortune. leave me alone i'm trying to get in my car We're what's your favorite watching. comedy show what's your favorite comedy <laughs> show? Watching. do you like scary movies uh, it's part of the montreal comedy festival they pick like ten comments every year. It's kind of like but you've been on these everything. people are doing pretty good, kind of thing. But last comic standing, you've been mm-hmm. on Glee, on uh, Two Broke Girls, on uh, Drunk History, and Conan. Yep. Uh, obviously, uh, after lately, I here's another thing we have in common. We started the Groundlings. Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, you did the Groundlings. Well, not that well. Ah, I uh, I told the story that I uh, 
I was a celebrity guest and I was not really an improver like Will Ferrell. Uh-huh. And so we were doing a, I don't know, some scene where I was a slutty ghost and I actually shoved my tongue in his mouth because I didn't, oh, I, was really? nerv- I was nervous uh-huh. and I thought like, I don't really, oh, I wasn't supposed to actually, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, and what but, did he do when you showed? Well, it? he liked it, and he seemed to be very nice yeah. about it. But I he was uh, like, "Yes, and yes, and. <laughs> keep, keep this up." <laughs> all no, you, you, know, you improv people out there, know, we're gonna really love that joke. That's a good. I get it. I don't even improv. <laughs> do you know Karen Mariyama? Yeah, she was my teacher. Me too. Yeah. Okay, she's fantastically funny, uh, improver, director, whatever. So, <laughs> yes, I was in her class uh-huh. at Crowlings, and so she. Uh, didn't she failed me <laughs> go to the next level she's and, a tough teacher yes she's a fantastic teacher and then i got my late night show yeah and right after that she had to come in an audition for me to be one of my sketch players on my life oh yeah <laughs> life is very funny like that and i could tell she was a little nervous and you know what i did fortune you're like you i hired can't. her oh there you go I hired her because that's how big a person you don't I hold am. grudges i like no, that no and she's fucking hilarious she's very funny but yeah Crowling's she's tough, like, though. She, she, she's tough, man. She, it was like boot camp. She, she was, was like, I feel like you're always going for the joke. Yell at me all You're the not time. in character. You're going for the joke. And I was like, you know what? I probably should get a fart joke radio show. Yeah, Crowling's Growl- I was there like seven years. Yeah. That a, yeah. That's where I learned how to do most of the stuff I do. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I'm not, I because, you know, we've had a lot of people. I don't stick my tongue up everyone's ass, Fortune. But you are fucking hilarious. Thank you. Just I mean, your stuff, your stuff is so... But you know what I mean? For other comics, yeah. we don't laugh out loud a lot I know. Of that We're all jaded. Right. But your shit is so goddamn funny. Oh, just the way you're you. in character like and in the moment. And you can tell there's a combination of the writing and the sort of improv yeah. Whether you're Sarah Huckabee Sanders or you're Ivanka or you're whatever. And it just... I, I Anyway. But I like that you call her Ivanka. What do you call her? Ivanka? What's her name? Ivanka. Ivanka. <laughs> Ivanka. You're, um, you're like, I'm not going to say it that way. She also way. won't say president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold that thought. That margarita glass is empty, Missy. You know, if Travis did not know how to make a pomegranate uh, a margarita, he would have been fired instantly. Oh, yeah. He's lucky. You but, are lucky, mister. Or you could just go on ZipRecruiter and find someone who can make a pomegranate e- margarita for exactly, you. Exactly. Exactly. Just it so happens Travis Bone has an eerie knowledge of different kinds of margaritas, but I'm just saying that's how specific you can get at ZipRecruiter. You'll be like, I don't want this laggard around that doesn't know how to make a cinnamon toast flirtantarni. A flirtini, maybe. Yes. You need a bartender Zip, who can make that. ZipRecruiter knows there's a smarter way. They build a platform that finds the right job candidate just for you. They learn what you're looking for. They identify people with the right experience and invite them to apply uh, to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. I, you know what? I bet you they'd bring me uh, uh, Rachel Maddow if I put it into ZipRecruiter right now. She is a noted, uh, you know. Mixologist. Yes. And then I would have to write back and say I cannot afford her. But thank you. That was a good recommendation. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They spotlight the strongest applications so you never miss a great match, even if you are drunk, as I am now. Yes. Okay. (laughs) What? The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. If you need someone to make slark and tarnies in your basement, ZipRecruiter will find them. Uh, right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Stephanie. ZipRecruiter.com slash Stephanie. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Here's what you said that I think I got to say, this is so important. This is a serious part. Oh, okay. 
let's everybody let's shift you guys to are, a serious let's sh shift to a serious we're gonna dig deep here well, she's scratching part of this about... no you talked about being on champions it's uh -huh. your opportunity to show uh, audiences a normal gay person uh -huh. um you said growing up in north carolina you know you, you there was a lack of representation about that you said i think just showing people a normal gay person does all the good in the world because a lot of people have fears about gay people i'm pretty confident they know they don't know gay people personally and I gotta tell you, in poll after poll after poll, that is what is moved gay rights. Oh yeah, for because they're like, oh, it's my favorite comedian or yeah. radio host or you know sports football player or country mm -hmm. singer or. And you're absolutely right. That is actually a thing in polling that they yeah. go, oh, it's my sister or my yeah or someone I love. It's my neighbor or my yeah. They've got to personalize it. Yeah. If, if you don't know gay people then you're only going on what people like Fox News say about gay people. You're like, oh, they're scary. They want to, they wanna, you know, push their agenda on us. But if you're like, wait a second, my my uncle's gay and he's yeah. a nice guy or my brother's gay, it makes a huge difference. So for me, is what, like what I meant by, be, you know, playing a normal gay person and, and just being a gay person is, you know, I, I live my life a certain way and I with social media posts a lot about my life on a daily basis. And yeah. it allows people who follow me to see like my life is, it's not some debaucherous like yeah. life. I'm just like at home with my girlfriend, with my dogs. Yeah. We, you know, care about the same things that everybody cares about. And that makes a difference. Like, I remember, oh. um, <laughs> okay, Travis, just shut the fuck up for a minute, but <laughs> so say anything I over like here pretty feminine women so let me just say uh, I, I have dabbled in the straight end of the pool oh yeah you've, you've, but i remember uh, having one girlfriend that was like well what's this lifestyle like and i was like well um it's like this we have you know friends over and we eat food and stuff and then we <laughs> wait what is, you, she was asking why the gay life like what's this like because first of all I do a goddamn fart joke show in my basement. I go to bed at 7 o'clock. I'm not like, what do you mean lifestyle? I've never been in the gay lifestyle. Yeah. I go to gay clubs. I don't really, you know. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, and most of my friends are straight. I mean, just by yeah. happenstance or whatever. I mean, uh -huh. not, you know, that I don't have gay friends. But I mean, I thought like, isn't it interesting? But just people's perceptions of yeah. what's the gay life? Like, you're out every night with like, you know, yeah, like, we're just meth like, and glow sticks. Glow sticks all the time. I know, yeah. I mean, people... And you're with a goddamn kindergarten teacher, so what's real, I mean, that I, like? I know. It's like, could not be more normal. We watch TV every night. But I think that's important for people to see, because then it becomes... I have, like, being from the South, a lot of, you know, Southern Baptist friends. I have Mormon friends, people that will, like, never yeah. know what a gay, you know, quote-unquote lifestyle was. And they see me, and they're just like, oh, well, you're oh. a good person. Oh, you're you. nice. Okay. All right. You know? Yeah. So we're just doing we're just doing the Lord's work here, just being That's right. good, good gay folks. That's right. Take your organ out, Sean, please, for us. Um, <laughs> but here's another thing we have in common. Uh, Amen. Your early, your early comedy influences were uh, Saturday Night Live and Carol Burnett's show. Yeah. Uh, Carol Burnett was my hero. Uh, Jody Hamilton's her daughter is uh -huh. our uh, my friend and our guest every Tuesday. And oh, uh, I love Carol Burnett. Yeah, I mean, so much. Right. 
every I, Saturday night, just like, oh Yeah, I, I would go to my grandmother's house a lot because she lived right around the corner. But you're a tiny baby. You're like almost it was 20 all, years it was younger re, than me. It was reruns. It's syndication. That's okay. how I watched yeah. it, too. Oh. And, um, we'd it's, sit, bring, it's brought us all together. You we'd sit there and watch it. Me young, you're young, you youngsters and me oldsters. <laughs> but yes. she was doing, I feel like I have my hands in a lot of different things, different yeah. parts of the business, and she kind of was the pioneer of that. Her uh, monologue was essentially stand-up. Yeah. Then she did sketches, and then at the end she asked questions, which was improv. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was like seeing someone do all of these facets of comedy, and I was blown away. And so when I got out here and started doing it, I was like, I want to do that. I want to, I want to do everything. I went to um, her uh, it- live show in Chicago last year, yeah. and I was like cried. I was like, oh, oh my god, I, I know. love her so much. No, Jody had her call me on my birthday, and it was just me weeping. For yeah. The whole- Thing. And I was like, I wanted to be Carol Burnett, and then all my dreams died. And she's like, you're the Carol Burnett of radio. I she's, was like, the, <laughs> she's the best. And, like, I love the story about, like, Vicki Lawrence was, like, uh, like a fan, like, in right. high school. Yeah, high school. Wrote her a, a yeah. letter to come to her pageant. She went and then hired her, like, a year later. It's yeah. crazy. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, Okay, Can, but isn't this what's weird about the difference between our era and Carol Burnett is you are, for all the amazing things you've done, you've just sold this trip to Spielberg, you're fucking like, you, you're best known for the ice cream dance, which... <laughs> that's that's my biggest accomplishment today, I, we dancing gl- with ice cream. We had Glozell on the happy hour, I'm like, she just rung the bell at the fucking stock exchange, and what, she just sticks fucking pepper in her mouth? Like, uh-huh. what, what the fuck, if, where have I gone wrong? <laughs> I know it's a it's the social media of our world today. But you just had an ice cream cone with your friend at Disneyland, and you were you were just like, I'm just happy. I was just in a very happy place. My friend caught a moment of pure joy where I was eating an ice cream cone. I was at Disneyland, and sure. a parade was going by at the same time. This is like What's a trifecta fun? Fun? of amazing. Wow! And they what? videotaped me wow. dancing. <laughs> Yeah, they ta- they taped me dancing with it, and I put it online, and people were like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." And I just kept doing it, dancing with ice. It became like a thing where I would dance with ice cream, and now people are like, everywhere I go, do an ice cream dance. And it's just you know, You're like God damn it, I'm on the verge of an Emmy. It's just how dare you? It's an excuse to eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> but it can, but watching a video like that can get us through this Trump administration. Exactly. That's what but I. That's, isn't that like even, that's my place in the world? Yeah. It's just to make people that, laugh for a few, how few I minutes. I go on vacation from my this shit fucking show from Orange Julius Caesar. As I go on bike trips, but you know why? Because you feel like a kid again. Yeah. When you're riding bikes, even with other adults, you're like, I'm in my bike gang uh-huh. from when I was a kid. You're like, I'm fucking eating ice cream and just like fucking Donald Trump. La, la, la. Right, like, like you know, you we need that right now more than ever. Just yeah. finding that childhood place. Of- yeah, there's plenty of people who are on Twitter expressing outrage and their or their opinions. Every that's covered. We're good. Like everyone's everyone's got an opinion. So I'm just gonna do my little silly. Uh, I'll do my own fart jokes. You know. But you know what it is? It's like how, remember that Chewbacca mom became like a huge internet sensation? Oh, yeah. Because she just put her kid's Chewbacca mm-hmm. mask on, but she was like, oh, look, it does it by itself. <laughs> look. <laughs> yeah, pure <laughs> joy. People love that. At, at the end of the day, people want to feel good. 
They're yeah. just getting bogged down with all, a lot yeah. of negativity. But that's what you and I feel like you do for people. Like you just in your comedy and you're just in your persona and your stand up. Like you just, you're sort of pure fucking joy. You're just like, you know <laughs> oh, what? Fuck this. And so now you've sold a strip. Tell us about Bad Cop, Bad Cop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you sold to Spielberg. <laughs> I, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, yeah, I wrote a movie with my friends, the two guys that I, I had sold a pilot with a couple years ago. We worked on this this script. It's called Bad Cop, Bad Cop. It's about two female rookie cops who really suck at their jobs and are on desk duty. They want to. It's like, like the Trump administration. <laughs> bad cop, bad cop. Just stupid cops, stupid, stupid cops. cops. They just want they want to get in on the action, so they convince a lieutenant to like train them. Kind of like it's kind of like a comedy training day. Yeah. The lieutenant's like dirty and ends up making them do all their dirty work over the course of twenty four hours and. Uh, we get in a lot of trouble. Uh, and, yeah, I had done Office Christmas Party. I had a small part in Office Christmas Party, and yeah. Spielberg's company uh, was the one of the, the studios. Yeah. And um, they, like, were like, you know, Steven really loves you and wants to do something with you. And I'm like, uh, what? And I was like, like well, what? we have this script. We just are about to finish, and they bought it. Wow. wow. So we'll see. It's, in the, it's a long process. That's gentlemen. what I learned. It's a long process. Thirty-seven, engaged, happily married to a kin- hot, fucking hot kindergarten teacher. Uh, just sold a strip to uh, script to Steven Spielberg. Uh, living the dream. Living the dream. Living the fucking eating dream. ice cream. Just eating ice cream. <laughs> hey, listen, that is not to be underestimated in this fucking shit show, Travis. We need it of this goddamn. Or we drink. mango Mussolini yeah, drink. is just fucking eat ice cream, drink whatever the. Fucks in your glasses. That's a pomegranate margarita. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's happy hour. <laughs> Just whatever you have to fucking do to get through this, you do it. Dance. Get some ice cream and dance. I promise you it'll make you feel better. Yeah. Right? Or go on my Instagram page and look Ooh. under the hashtag ice cream dance and watch me dance to ice cream. Right? It's like a, a redux, but better of the Eddie Murphy. Like when the ice cream truck crane, we were kids. Like, I can get them. Mm-hmm. Here comes the ice cream. <laughs> it's true. We need the goddamn little fucking things, Fortune. I'm here to, I'm Jesus here to Christ. serve. Can you get me on a hot kindergarten teacher dot com? Is that, are, you look, are you looking for yes, uh, yes, somebody? Yes, yes. Desperately single. Desperately single. Um, I, look I, at all this. Look I'm at all sure this, Fortune. there's. And you like? What do you like? Let's find out. You like? A, I like, I like just like your wife. Not that, not that I would You're steal like, your wife because that like would I be. I basically want Jacqueline. She um, does want Jacqueline Smith. I want Jacqueline. Uh, no, Smith. the Jacqueline. Smith. I want to. I want to eat ice cream with her on the Santa Monica Pier, like just you got, walking, walking away from you. Would you do one of those dating apps? Like, damn you! Why did I do this happy hour? <laughs> Would what? you do an no, app? An no, app? No. Oh, you want to meet the old-fashioned no. way? Yes, because hey. an app is how I did it. <laughs> you did what? You, on People an are app? creepy. Oh, Grinder. Listen, I'm on not. Gr- of course. Gr- Grinder hookup on Valentine's Wait, Day. Wait, but it, but you're like in a serious thing with that uh, person. Four years now. Uh, oh, engaged. Oh. We're getting, engaged. getting married this August. Engaged, motherfucker. Wow, Grinder yeah. really pulling through. Normally, it's just a nice bone in the bathroom. These uh, gay gay folks over here. I feel like she's anti. Fagastic or something. Like now, I've seen just... her almost Hollywood on Sunday. Oh, Friday. yeah. What? She's all down. I'm all, right. all, I'm all down with the, the right. gay guys. Right. I'm kind of a gay Fortune man Beamster, on the inside. Give America, oh, hang on, let me get, give America some advice beyond eating ice cream. How do we get through this fucking traitorous goddamn grifter shit show of a 
fuck stick of a president. How do we do it? You gotta look for the positive. Don't get bogged down in all the negativity. Uh-huh. All of these media sources want you to be fearful. That's okay. how they keep getting Don't you to be watch afraid. the news. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna pull through. You gotta be positive. Eat ice cream. Dance. Yeah. Fucking go scissor. See, go see fortune. Go scissor. Fuck. Or raw God dog, or whatever. Or raw dog. Go raw, you know what? Go <laughs> raw dog somebody in honor of the fucking fake. Go what? Go and see fire me. the fake president. Or, go raw dog some motherfucker. Or come to one of my comedy cares. shows. Yes. Come see me live. Yes, please do it. Yeah. When are you touring? Would you have anything? Come out? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a bunch of uh tours. Uh, I mean, a bunch of cities: Phoenix, Charlotte, Nashville. Seattle, Boise, Milwaukee, Chicago, San Francisco. Oh, and that's just in May and June. Get what tickets. Fuck? What Come the fuck? on. Fortunefeemster.com. You are the fucking shit, man. I'm doing a bunch of gay prides in June. Wow, I'm going to be gay in this. Yo, you know what? I think you can lick that problem. <laughs> what? I'll find, you a, I'll find you a girlfriend while I'm out uh, at the Woo! gay prize. Fortune Feimster. Happy fucking happy hour. Happy hour. Happy happy hour. Thanks for having me. Thank you.